Welcome to the wind down. It's your girl Kills and your girl Tia. And on today, we're gonna just you know have a good old powwow with y'all. I know. Let our hair down. Just kind of talk. Yeah, just talk. And we really don't have like one set topic today. Yeah. <laughs> so many of you. Um, if you are a loyal listener or a first-time listener, have seen some photographs of myself and Kel on our Instagram pages. And at the time, Kel had two-strand twists. Yeah. And I had, um, it was a wig, but you know, it was like a, a bun, a, like a, a bob type style. And today, both of us rock locks. So Kel rocks her locks with um, tapered sides and, and yeah, and tapered back. And then I rock my locks just all over um and we were kind of going through just like a little moment like man like we really been on a natural hair journey for maybe like the past seven years no like if you i think back i was thinking back on this um not too long ago i've been natural you were natural when i met you yes i've been natural for 12 years now yeah um, I started, I, the last time I got a perm was right before, oh my God, I am aging myself right now. Um, right before my, like, so my 21st birthday. So I had perm my hair at the time I was down there in good old Southern Illinois and I relaxed my hair. I want to say it was for players ball. And um, I ended up having like some like a quick weave or something. I don't know. It was like around that time, like in like early. It was like earlier in the year. I had a quick weave, and after that, I was like, I'm not gonna put my hair anymore. Yeah. And I just like let it grow out. And so for my 21st birthday, I got a blowout, and it was like up to my ears. It was super cute. Um, had hella damage because I was over processing my hair. Of course, like we all do. Oh my god, it was real ghetto um and i'm like i'm not gonna relax my hair anymore and so from march of 2009 till now i have not and i have like went through legit every stage of being natural yeah like a lot of women start off like with the big chop i did not i transitioned yeah so and i transitioned with getting braids so i kind of like for like I would get braids, take them down, get braids again, take them down, get mm-hmm. braids again. So when you met me, you had braids. I had braids, mm-hmm. and then I took my braids down, and probably in like the fall, I want to say of two thousand and eleven, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this, just like doing my natural hair, mm-hmm. and I started like wearing my natural hair out, and like I had a little fro, I started yeah. like trying to figure out how to do two strand twists and braid outs and stuff. Ooh, Chile. Yeah, it's been a long journey. And we both have been through all of the... Like, we both have rocked fades. Yeah, yeah. We both have rocked... Well, you didn't rock the short, natural cut, but I did. I did. No, no, you did when you were growing your hair out from your... And even before yeah. then, though. Because when I cut my hair... Um, I didn't cut it into a fade yet. Right, it was right, 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 right. Long at the top. Right, 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 right. Top, I remember that. I remember and that. And I was using the sponge. Yeah. And it, I got it. It was shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. 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 And then we both was just like out here, aphrodisiacs. Yes. <laughs> straight <laughs> aphrodisiacs. 
Like, no hair. No hair. That was like that was a good time. That was a, it was a good time to be alive, okay? Because it is so freeing. Oh, it's so it's freeing. Mm-hmm. You know, for women who want to do it, it's very much so sexy. Um and it kind of puts you in a space where it's like if you're not really like loving on yourself a whole bunch, you don't have no hair to have that. You I mean don't. you can put a wig on, but it's gonna be hot. And it's going to be itchy. Yeah. And you're going to take it off. And you know one thing, though? Like, so, for years, and my hair, you know how long my hair had gotten. Yeah, like really long. And I was like, I wanted to cut my hair. And I would tell them, like, I'm going to cut my hair, I'm going to cut my hair, I'm going to cut my hair, I'm going to cut my hair. And I'm like, shoot, I don't know. And so when you cut yours, I had to be talking about it. I'm like, when you cut yours, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. So my mom was like, because me and my mother cut our hair at the, cut our hair at the same time. And so my mom was like, are you really going to cut your hair? I'm like, yes. So then I was like, well, maybe I'll just get an undercut. And she's like, are you going to do it or not? I'm right. Like, All right. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. That's when I cut it off. And we was like, once you wash your hair, put your head under that, that water. water. Yes. Baby. I almost, I was going to say something that was a little inappropriate. <laughs> but yes. that's like the best feeling. It's like, and again, a fresh cut. I feel what men feel when you get a fresh cut. When you get a fresh cut. Yeah. I remember the day that I cut. So I was, um, I was at home and um, me and my kid's dad, we were talking and I was just in a, like a, a funk around a bunch of different things. Right. And that's the other thing, like when women are in their hair, our hair always express kind of like where we are in life, right? All the time, really, all the Mm -hmm. time. So we were sitting there, we were talking, and I was just like, man, I want to cut my hair. And I mean, these have like been conversations that we had had, but you know, in those intimate moments, I was like, could you do it? It was like, could you pixie cut right before then, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had the pixie cut. Yeah, and I had I had literally only had rocked it for like a month, and I was like, you just cut my hair. And it was crazy because it was the day of my grandmother's birthday. Rest in peace to my grandmother. Um, And I was like, you have to cut it today. And I have to go to my grandmother's house because if she gives me this approval, it's fine. But it was, it was, I need you to approve everything. Like all the bad, all the struggles, everything. But I need you to do it in the form of this hairstyle. And when he cut it and he was like, you feel okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel okay. And I went to the bathroom. And I cried, mm. like, silently to myself. Because mm. I didn't want anybody to come in. I didn't want him to come in there and be like, oh, yeah, okay. So I cried. And then I got in the shower. And, of course, you know, if anybody got a haircut, you, you got all this hair on you, mm-hmm. right? And I put my hair under that water and started washing my hair. I was like, baby, I don't need nobody's approval. This is mm. it. Mm-hmm. This is it. And the crazy thing about it is, and you took that picture. After I was you like, know what I'm saying? I, and I took that picture. I was I was way smaller than I am now, but I took it, and it was just like, you look amazing. And it's always like, in in it when I'm thinking about it. Of course, you know, guys, it's the wind down, so we do talk a lot about political stuff. But it was like a powerful political statement like i don't give a damn what you think of me i don't care what's going on mm-hmm. i'm gonna rock this and i'm gonna be great at it yeah you look so good like when i would never forget when you called me and you was like i come in here i was like what <laughs> did you really you like that and you sent me the picture i was like oh my i'm like yes you look good ma'am Girl. ma'am ma'am when i went so when i i'm gonna tell you guys when i went to my grandmother's house so I 
put on it in, in i'm very simple in my style i don't do too too much right so i remember i had on some high waist jeans it's my grandmother's birthday is in august so it's still summer so i had some high waist jeans some open toe shoes and a tank top and this is the picture if anybody try to find me on social media you'll see it it's there so i go to my grandmother's house and i'm walking up and i had to go through the alley um because they the way their house is positioned the party was in the back of the house so i'm walking up through the alley and my aunt's like no you didn't and I was like, I did. And she like, did your grandmother see? I said, she didn't. I said, where is she? She was like, well, she just went in the house. So everybody was looking at me like, oh, my God, you cut your hair. And, of course, my family was like touching it. But they were like, everybody kept saying, did your grandmother see your hair? Did she see your hair? And I was like, she didn't. Like, let me go in the house. So I go in the house. And my grandmother in um, her house, she has a bathroom inside of her room. So I'm like, Grandma, where you at? So I'm in the bathroom. I said, well, I got to show you something. So when you come out the bathroom, I'm going to have the lights on. Because, you know, nobody was in the house, so the lights were off. So she comes out. And the first thing she said, I have never heard my grandmother call anybody sexy. My grandmother was like, that is sexy. And she, like, touched my hair. She was like, you it. And I was like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, that's sexy. She was, and then she starts saying, like, you look so sophisticated. You look this. You look... I was like, girl, my grandmother gave me this compliment. I don't care what. No, I'm never growing my hair out, okay? <laughs> and that's the feeling that you have. Like, so when I cut my hair, me and my mom did it. So, like, right before I cut my hair off, and my mother thinks that I do everything because she does it. But, but it's no. not true. It's not true. If you ask her, and people who know my mama know I am not lying. Like, if you ask her, she's like, yeah, because she cut her head. Cause I, cut I cut my hair. Yes. And and no, I did not. And she did say that. So, I cut my mother's hair, right? Because she was like, I'm tired of my hair. I want to cut my hair. I'm like, okay. So, I cut it, right? I put it in plaques, and I cut it. And I was like, all right. And so, she, was, she called our beautician and was like, are you still doing hair? I want to cut my hair. You know, Mikhail cut it. And I just want it to be even. even. Right. So she's like, okay, come on. So I was like, well, you go. I'm going. I'm going to cut my hair off. And I was like, no, you're not. And so, like I just said, so we went through that whole thing. So we go. And she cut it. When I tell you, my hair was, it was so much. It was like in a huge pile. I had to, I couldn't even fit it all in a, one of those grocery store bags. Yeah. And I took a picture of the pile. And I sent it to Tia and my other friend, and our yes. other friend. And she was like, oh, my God. My friend was like, no, no you didn't. didn't. <laughs> I, like, I did. She was like, let me see. And I showed her in the back of my head. And so when I got home, um, I had me and my mom had went to the beauty supply store. So I got a sponge and some product to like, so it could be like curly. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And um, I got home and my friend came over to my house and I had a hood on. And so I was standing, getting ready to get in the car and I took the hood off. And when I tell you, she screamed. She screamed so loud. She's like, I cannot believe that you cut off all your hair. And now this very same friend. So mind you. So has a haircut. Has a haircut. Yes. So years later. Right. So I rocked it. So before I get into that, um, I I started with it was longer at the top. Um, and we could probably put some throwback photos. Yeah, on, we on will. We will. We definitely will. And I had it was longer at the top. It was tape on the sides, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a part. And I started like having this, getting designs in my hair. So I had a part and I sponged it out, and it was Christmas Eve. And I told my cousin, I was like, take a picture of me. Yeah. And so I took a picture and I was like, I can't remember. I think the caption was like, sometimes you like it long, sometimes you like it short. But a woman can't. I was like, only a strong woman can walk a bald head or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And when I tell you, my social media blew, blew up, up. idiot. And so 
I was like, okay, this is it. So me and my mom surprised our family the next day on Christmas because both of our hair was right, short. Right. Um, and like everybody loved it. But from the time I got my hair cut, it was like maybe a couple of days before, like maybe not even a full week before Christmas till I grew back out. It got shorter and, and shorter, shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. At one point I had a ball fade. Yeah. That was my accident. That was not on purpose, but it looked so much good. I was like, yeah, baby, I don't think I ever grow my hair back. I'm telling you. Do you notice when my hair was shorter and when your hair was short, we were smaller. Yeah. I know. Mm. I don't, I, I don't know if it's a scientific scientific thing. I don't know. But, but it was like the guy saying, now you can't be out here rocking this bald head and being, you know, yeah. not looking cute. Yeah, I don't know. And people who, going back to, we you say, having a short haircut is an aphrodisiac. And that comes from a, another friend of ours. I will go out and mm-hmm. people, spe- specifically random men, will touch my head. Mm-hmm. Just rub my head. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, stop touching me. Stop touching me. And it's like it's so sexy. Yeah, and it would be like it, people wouldn't like necessarily touch me because your experience was like people would touch you. Mm-hmm. My experience would be like old men would be like, "Damn, baby, you fat as it." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, granddaddy, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Or even like younger dudes who be like, "Girl, let me say something." Men have this whole idea like, "Oh my God, my woman, she gotta have long hair. She gotta be this. She gotta be Lies. that." Let me tell you. Lies. Them same, them same men, mm-hmm. when we had short hair, mm-hmm. would be like, that's sexy. But wouldn't have the confidence to tell their woman to do Mm-mm. it. It's fine to each his own. Yeah. And it's what, the women in my family. So I have a cousin. She hasn't had long hair since probably 2006. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, like she's, and it was kind of pro, like a progress, progressive, um, not progressive, but a progression in her short hair journey. Yeah. And so when I cut my hair off. She wasn't, when I cut my hair, she was not natural. Mm-hmm. Her hair was short, but, but it she wasn't, wasn't natural. Right. And when I cut my hair, she went natural. Right. And she, she cut her hair shorter. And so she told her guy, and he when he, he saw it, he was like not feeling it. Yeah. At first. But she rocked it so well, and she hasn't like gone back to processing uh-huh. her hair since. My yeah. aunt, the same way. When she's always, throughout my life, wore short hair, but it was always relaxed. Right. And she went natural too. And so I was like, it's power in the decisions women make with their hair. And understanding that, you know, and Diari said it best, I am not my hair. Mm-hmm. Like, your beauty isn't linked to your hair. Exactly. It's and just an extension. It's it. an extension of who you are. But I do believe that this, and I'm going into like a metaphysical thing. That power and energy is linked to our hair. Yeah. And so it's when women are going through a transition in their lives, they cut their hair off. Mm-hmm. Because they're removing baggage. They're removing trauma. They're removing all of those things that transpired at the point of... It's kind of like a freeing. Like yeah, a rebirth yeah. of yeah. when they cut their hair. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I think... One of the... I remember... So I I used to live in Atlanta for a little bit and I had started my lock journey. Mm, And at the time, there were so many things going on that the journey, I couldn't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So I cut those locks out. So this this is technically my second go round, right? But Kale knows, like a lot of 
my friends know like i've never i never could commit to a hairstyle after i cut my hair off i could never i never could commit to just one style because i knew how freeing it was hair. to not have hair so yeah, it didn't grow it out and then cut it and off then cut it off i'd be like i'm growing my hair and then like six months later i'll pop up with a fade and they're like what are you doing like i'm you know i have no commitment to this um so when Kale had got her hair locked, she texted me. She's like, I got to show you something. And I was like, what? You know, like, like what do you got to show me? And then she texted me back. She's like, I'm going to show you in person. No, no. She texted you text me back and you were like, um, I'm going to show you in a few. And I'm like, don't put me on edge. Like, show me right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? So she texts me back this picture of her with locks and I'm like, oh my God, because we were literally just talking about me going back into my lock journey. Mm -hmm. So what, for like five months, five, six months, we talked about me like going back and I just watched Kale's hair like transition and just like growing. And it was with my first lock journey. The person who did it, no shade to her, but the products that she used were alcohol-based products. Mm -hmm. And my scalp would itch like crazy. And if anybody who has locks knows, like, you can't really wash your hair within, like, the first six weeks Mm -hmm. of, like, growing locks. Or at the minimum. Right. And especially depending on who you go to, Mm -hmm. you probably can't wash it for even longer Mm -hmm. because your hair needs to take time to lock. how the natural texture of your hair. Exactly. So when you had told me, like, you know, go to my lady, go to my lactician, she's Jamaican, she does natural um, uh, uh, techniques, mm-hmm. she uses her own product, this, that, and the third, I was like, okay, I'm going to try it out. So when I went to our lactician, um, shout out to Doctor underscore Katie on Instagram, um, I was like, man, I'm like, what's she put in my hair? My hair didn't itch. It didn't, you know what I'm saying? It didn't do all of these things. So I found myself asking myself, can I commit to this? And you know, in the the very Mm -hmm. beginning, that was like a conversation like every three days. Like, can I commit? I'm like, I'm going to take this down. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And luckily, I have a younger sister. Shout out to Advana Styles on Instagram um, who does hair. And I'm like, man. For the summer, can you put some braids in my hair? Because I'm having this moment where I'm feeling like I can't do this. Like, I can't commit to this. And my sister's like, okay, I'm throwing the braids in your hair. She she put it in. And the whole time I'm thinking in my head, like, I love these locks. I love it. It's versatile. I look good with it. I look good with these braids, but I can't wait to take my hair down. I can't wait to take because I want to see my locks again. I want to see them again. Just feel them. And you know what I'm saying? Touch them. Make, let them get wet. Mm-hmm. Let them get frizzy. You know what I'm saying? And then walk around in that, Mm -hmm. in that look. And I was just like, you know, like this is the best decision I probably have ever made for my hair. And I've had many hairstyles. And that's the thing, like, you know, when I was, um, so quick history. So I have a friend who he became my friend through my mother. They Mm -hmm. work together. Um, My mom's retired now, but he's still, you know, pumping it hard in the workforce. And he has locks and he has, he's, his hair has been locked for, I want to say maybe like 19 years or something like that. It's been a very long time. And so our loctician is his loctician. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, um, I said, who, who does your locks? And so I was like, you know, can I get her information? He didn't know that I wanted it for myself. Right. And so, um, I, I wanted to go to 
somebody who I knew somebody else was going to that I trusted. Right. And his locks are long and they're beautiful. They and, really are. And so, and they're healthy. And that was my thing. Like, I'm all about, like, healthy hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of being uh, natural, a loose natural for so long, my journey into locking my hair, I wanted to be a healthy one. Mm-hmm. And so when, like, Katie did my locks, and I, she asked me, you know, while she was there, she was like, are you going to keep them? Like, absolutely, because I already committed into my mind. Once I grew my hair back, mm-hmm. I was locking my hair. I wasn't going to go back to having a loose natural hair. I just wanted mm-hmm. my hair to get to a certain length where I felt comfortable enough to lock it. Yeah. And that's it. That's all. And we've had these conversations before that it's two, the two best decisions I've ever made in my life with my hair is cutting it off mm-hmm. and locking it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the conversations that I've had with Katie, she was like, you know, people, specifically women, going back to, you know, the um, ideology around hair mm-hmm. are not comfortable with their face. Right. And so... With going into a lock journey, you have to be comfortable with your face. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I was like, yeah, you do. But I had that experience already. You've had that experience already because our hair was short. We didn't have hair. Right. And when you are bald, not razor bald. But but when you don't have no hair. When you don't have no hair, you ain't got no choice Mm -hmm. but to be comfortable Mm -hmm. with who you are and your face and how you look naturally. Yes. And so... I was like, when my hair would, wasn't done and it was frizzing and it was going through those transitional moments. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And on top of it, I was transitioning during COVID. So, exactly. Everybody was saying me no way. Exactly. And you know what? That was the other thing. Like, um, I would have conversations, you know, with my family and they were just like, you know, how's your lock journey? Um, how do you feel? Um, you know, because they're they're looking at it from more of a political aspect. Like, oh, are you going to be able to have the job that you want to have? Yeah. Are you going to mm-hmm. be able mm-hmm. to be in front of, you know, people and they take you serious because of the hair that you, the, the style that you rock. And specifically for me, um, my family knows that this is still a, a desire of mine is to be a news anchor mm-hmm. eventually one day on somebody's camera, on somebody's mm-hmm. platform. And I refuse to cut my hair for that. I refuse to now. Before I got the locks, and there's another thing about when you go through any type of natural hair journey, you have to find a level of confidence in yourself and be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to choose me each time. And if this makes mm-hmm. me feel good, I'll have to find something else. Mm-hmm. So, and making this decision, it was like, are you fully thinking about your future? And then I started going, and another thing that helped me was I started going on Instagram and seeing all of the news anchors, black women, who were rocking their natural hair. And not just rocking it in a bun. I mean, rocking bantu knots, froze. They braids. rocking mohawk. Mm-hmm. Um, not mohawks, faux hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the braids on the sides. They're rocking braids. I ain't never seen that growing up. No. I've never seen the only wig, straight hair. They're Eurocentric. And the only person who I've ever seen on the news who actually wore very Afrocentric type hairstyles, hairstyles that you would find on a normal day black woman would be Val Warner. Mm -hmm. She was literally the only one. But she's a light-skinned black woman, too. So 
now when I see these other girls, and some of them are light-skinned, but a lot of them have my skin complexion, mm-hmm. have your skin complexion. Mm-hmm. And they're out here rocking natural styles, doing the jobs that I want, doing mm-hmm. the things that mm-hmm. I want to do. It's like, girl, you ain't got to change your hair. Down. Just make it look decent. Mm-hmm. Make it look good. Mm-hmm. It looks good however it's going to look because mm-hmm. it grows out of your head, but just make it look presentable. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to change for nobody. Yeah, but but it's so... Going touching upon something that you said earlier, um, and I guess this could be a segue, is that black hair is such a political statement, right? It is. And you know, we know during the era of the Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. um, that was one of the talking points, right? Right? Essentially, is that you know, wearing your natural hair, we knew. Our hair is political. Even during the antebellum period, during the, you know, uh, during the antebellum period, enslavement, right? right. Um, our hair was a political statement. The, in different parts of the country, Louisiana to be specific, they made black women cover up their hair mm-hmm. because it enticed white men. Right. Our hair is connected to nature. So it's like they know the power that we have with our hair. Yeah. And so it's every turn it's up to block us because our hair is representative of who we are. Right. And it does something that their hair can't do. It does a lot of things that their hair can't do. So a lot of things. You know, and we were talking um brief uh before we started this segment about the chromat, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, how we even got to that point. Right. Yeah. It's so it's it's crazy that we even have to have a Senate bill that makes sure that people do not discriminate against you based off of your hair. Hair grows out of your body. I can't do anything. It grows out of your body. It grows on every part of your body. I can't stop my hair from doing what it does. Naturally. Naturally. But for people who don't know what the Crown Act is, what's the Crown Act? So, the Crown Act is essentially Senate Bill number 188, and it was out of California, and it stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Mm -hmm. So, basically, it is an act that makes sure that jobs and schools and other establishments cannot discriminate against you or um, exclude you from any activities based off of the way you wear your natural hair. So if you are a young man and you decide that you want to lock your hair, we can't keep you from going to your prom or have a, you know what I'm saying, or have a fro. Jobs cannot, jobs cannot put, a stop on you or on your employment based off of you coming into the job mm-hmm. wearing your hair in a style where it grows naturally. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. And that was out of California. Um, and it was so crazy to even see that become a thing because think about it. A lot of men wear shortcuts, right? And they, there's nothing wrong with them, right? They don't look bad. They look good. A lot of men look damn good, right? The sexy you know thing. what I'm saying? They, they look good with it. But there are a lot of men who want to grow their hair, who want to wear locks because they like the style. It doesn't even have to be locks. They want to wear braids, whatever. Mm-hmm. They want to just grow their hair out because, you know I mean, what I'm not saying? wear a wear, wear a fro. Or grow their hair out like how, as women do, this have an natural journey exactly. of their own. Exactly. But they can't, well, they couldn't right. prior to this bill, right? right. They couldn't because... 
if you are wearing locks or you're wearing a fro or you're going through a natural hair journey as a man, you may not be up for that corporate position. You don't look corporate enough. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, and that's why it was within the last... I can't remember when this took place, but it was a a, a brother who became a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he was sworn in as a lawyer with his locks and mm-hmm. they were long and they were and they are beautiful i i don't know if he's cut them or if he has them since um this took place but it's showing that we the world is changing but even though the world is changing something is still, still the same, same. Mm-hmm. and you have because the crown act is in california but in other places in the country they are still discriminating okay. against people yeah. for the way we wear our hair naturally. Yeah. Like, what was that, two years ago or a year and a half ago um, where the young man had locks. They weren't very long, but that doesn't matter. Um, And he was, I want to say it was college. Could have been high school, but I want to say it was college. He was on the wrestling team, a very good wrestler. His his, um, track record speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. And before his match, he had to cut his hair. Yeah. And the levels of humiliation, mm-hmm. right, that a person has to go through just to do what they're supposed to do. Right. Like, and because he wanted to compete, he made the decision to cut his hair in front of all these people. Who does that to somebody? Because you won't tell... Jimmy, who wants the Justin Bieber cut. I'm not Justin Bieber, but you know, like, what's that, like, Fabio hair or whatever? You ain't gonna tell him to cut his hair. He didn't tell me to cut my hair. And I could could clearly put my hair in a ponytail. Mm -hmm. I ran across a TikTok, which I thought was beautiful, of a young woman in the military. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the military has a certain, you know, you you have to wear your hair a certain way. Yeah. Um, Pulled back, uh, not on your collar. Not on your collar. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times... Uh, what the young lady was saying in the TikTok was that if you have locks, they and locks as women, right? Mm-hmm. If you have locks as a woman, they make you cut your hair off, or they don't, or they'll put it in your mind that you need to cut your hair off. So she was teaching women in the military to do what she what she called a lobster roll, mm-hmm. and it pulled her locks were long, you know, longer mm-hmm. than yours and mine, and she pulled her hair back and she put it in this roll, and it was off the neck. Her locks, she didn't have to cut them, but it was still you know, in line mm-hmm. for her to be a part of the job that she wanted to mm-hmm. do for herself. And I thought that was beautiful. And even going to the military, I, it was, this was some years back or whatever, and I want to say some of these things happened pre-Crown Act, some happened post-Crown Act, right? Um, it was a young woman who didn't even have locks. She had mm-hmm. natural hair. Mm-hmm. And they would, her superiors... Um, will come down on her because her hair was natural, mm-hmm. loose natural. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted her to straighten her hair or cut her hair or whatever the case may be. And she was speaking in the video of like, you know, how she was being reprimanded and discriminated against because of her natural hair. Yeah. And it's in, I know, not just for women, but this to be true for men. Because you see a lot of men in the military don't have long hair. Right. Because it's not perceived to be, not even on the levels of professional, 
but groomed, right? Exactly. Um, it doesn't fit the look or the bill of how the military wants you to look. Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, the military has uh, is very uniformed, right? Um, very straight and narrow. And so, and any individual individuality a per, a person may want to express. That's a no-no in the military. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is going off topic really quickly, but I was saying something even now. They were talking about tattoos. Because mm-hmm. even in the military, you can have them, but they can't, can't go. Show. They can't show. And they can't go past your... Um, uh, 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 your sleeve length. Your sleeve length. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, like um, my brother, he has tattoos all over his body, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a sleeve. He doesn't have a quarter sleeve. They're on his like his chest, mm-hmm. his stomach, his upper arms, and he got them when he was in the military. Mm-hmm. But now, since he's been out of the military, a lot of things have changed. Right. And, you know, we, I mean, the world is changing, and you can't keep people in a box. Um, and I think that's what a lot of these institutions want to do. Keep people in a keep people in the box and it's not going to work like you know even I'm, we're talking about older people high school college mm-hmm, mm. professionals but we even got to the babies to the babies yeah i was i saw on facebook and i was going to bring this up where this little girl went home and her teacher had cut her hair because she said that it was it was a distraction to the other students and as a mother and i don't have daughters but as a mother that's a no-no as a black woman that's a definite no-no on top of that, how much of a distraction could my daughter's hair be? And I had to look up. I looked into the school district, and it's majority white kids mm-hmm. that she goes to school with. So their hair is, you know, hanging down loose. And the little girl's hair, I'm pretty sure, I don't know. They didn't post a picture of what the hair looked like. But I'm pretty sure it was either in a puff or it was, you know, braids. twisted with braids, bobos on it, or, you know, whatever. And they cut it. And I'm just like, I don't really understand this. And the reason why I don't understand you why she did it is because is she the only black girl in the class? Are you trying to dim her light? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By making her think that it's something wrong with her hair. Because now we get into this understanding as a child. You put this in my head as a child. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with my hair. Mm-hmm. I have to now look like you and everybody else in order to be accepted in this classroom mm-hmm. and do the best work that I can. But I can never even get there because in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, am I accepted here? That's a problem. Quick story time. So you're talking about something that's trans that transpired within in, in the 2020s, right? Yeah. Or the 2010s. No, this was just recent. Right, so the 2020s, right? Yeah. Let's go back 20 years ago, mm-hmm. over 20 years ago. I went to a predominantly white grammar school. I will never forget, I was in the third grade. I had a teacher, her name is Miss Points, and I do not know if this lady is still alive or if she's dead at this point. I really don't care. Um, But I was in the third grade, and my mother... Because she's a single, she was a single mother and she worked. She didn't have time to do my hair. And I was tender-headed mm-hmm. as a child, you know. So, she kept my hair braided. All types of braids. Either they was braids and beads when I was much younger or they was braids, like, plaque braids. Like, mm-hmm. not plaque braids, but um, box braids. Box braids, yeah. So, my hair was braided. And I would like to sometimes have a ponytail it have, have my hair in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'd be up in a ponytail and the braids down in the back. And I'll have two braids in the front. So, like, even with, you know, um, white girls, if they have their hair down, they'll twirl it. They'll play with it. Whatever the case may be. 
So at this particular time, I think I was probably brushing it out of my face or twirling it with my finger. Whatever. I don't know. I'm a third grade. I'm eight. What eight-year-olds do? Mm-hmm. So, Miss Pointy, um, at the mist, me doing whatever I was doing with my hair, she said, if you do not stop playing with your hair, I'm going to cut it off. Oh, okay. So, I went home and told my mother, and you know my mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I told my mother, I said, Miss Point said, if I don't not stop playing with my hair, she was gonna cut it off. But before I went home and told my mom, Miss Point had told one of my other teachers, right? And that, you know, what transpired. And she was like, they're both um middle-aged white women. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like in a grins. It wasn't as harsh, but okay, right? So I go home and tell my mom, you know, what the lady said, that she was gonna cut my hair off if I didn't stop doing X, Y, and Z. So the following week, my mother had a a, a, a meeting with teach, both of the teachers, the assistant principal and the principal. And in that meeting, my basically, make a long story short, she said, I wish you would. Very professional, like, if you touch my child's hair, I'll beat your ass. Like, right, just right. just like that. Like, you, we not even going to do that. And how dare you right, say, that to say that to her? Because everybody else in here can wear their hair the way they want to and you think that it's okay to tell my black child that you're gonna cut her hair because of what right. why right i ain't never had no other problem out of that lady because she ain't want no smoke with my mom with my mama exactly and you know what comes with my mama comes her mama comes her mama yes so <laughs> we're gonna leave that we're gonna leave that right right where, <laughs> right where it's at so i know how it is this goes to a conversation you and I have a lot of times where as parents, and I'm not a parent, but I'm a, a, a parent by default in some ways, um, but I'm not a natural parent. But as parents, especially black parents of black children, we do know that we want our children to have the best education, right? Right. And unfortunately, because the generations before have deemed that putting our kids in um white schools can be a detriment to their emotional and psychological health Mm -hmm. right and having this conversation about hair you know as a young child when you are at a pivotal point in your life right that has something to do with their development and psyche moving forward right like you said of how they will view themselves no seriously um and it's one of those things where i i was watching um uh the wonder years the the new new one one, the the black version to start watching it it's very good it's very good so i was watching it and one of the episodes um it was it was the new school year okay and the black the black school had just closed. So they uh-huh. closed the black school and they started bus. and they're busing them to the white schools mm-hmm. now. And the kids are going there and they're trying to find a space kind of like where they can still like coexist with their friends while integrating into this school. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, this has nothing to do with the episode, but in my mind, I was thinking we pushed so much for desegregation mm-hmm. that 
we forced us on them, mm-hmm. but we never forced them on us. No, they we didn't. They closed our schools to put them in their school, put us in their schools to understand what they got going on. But we never took them out of their environments. Their white teachers still, because even in the episode, one of the teachers was forgiving. Uh, this was the episode Dr. King had just got shot mm-hmm. on that day. So the teachers were giving all of the black children like you know, extra attention and mm-hmm. sympathy and things like that because he had passed away. And I get it. I understand that part. But it's like they only understood the kids if there was any kind of trauma. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand them. They didn't even look at them coming into their school as a traumatic experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which it was. Mm-hmm. 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 So I just say that to say, like, you know, when we have, like little like, little small kids and these are the things that they're – experiencing it especially girls and boys with their hair it puts in their mind that i can't even look like me mm-hmm. i can't look like me to compete i can't look like me to just sit in your class for lecture i can't look like me just to be accepted i can't mm-hmm. look like this mm-hmm. so now i have to go home and i have to cry to my mother and tell her i don't want you to braid my hair i don't want you to do this i want you to straighten it you know how many mm-hmm. girls I mean, when we were growing up, the yeah. first time we ever got a perm, we thought we was hot shit. Not knowing that it was going to damage our hair. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know a lot of people always hear this, you know, if, if a girl has short hair or if she a, a mm. black girl has short hair or a black girl has damaged hair, it's always like, it's because my mom put a perm but in my true. hair. But it is the absolute truth. truth. And when, when I went um, natural and my hair was, you know, growing and thriving and my mom was like... I wish I would have never relaxed your hair. Yeah. And because she relaxed my hair way too early. Yeah. Way, way too early. I think I was probably in like the second grade. Yeah. And they, like, a lot know, of times they do it for their comfort they're, too. And, they're, and convenience. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's it's a learned behavior because I had thick hair. My mom had thick So it was mm-hmm. like, she, my grandmother relaxed her hair. She, it's just a, it's kind of like a rite of passage almost. Mm-hmm. And... My mom was like, she was like, that was one of her biggest regrets was relaxing my hair too early or allowing me to make the decision if I wanted to relax my hair or not. Yeah. Um, and so even that, even with relaxed hair, right, that isn't, that's even a pull, a tug and pull within itself mm-hmm. because it's like when your hair is relaxed and you, um, need to get a touch up right and you're like oh my god my roots on my kitchen is is nappy or you know you don't want to go without your hair being bone straight and it's just utterly ridiculous and i used to um meet young ladies who was like they only got their hair relaxed every six months and i was like wait Mm -hmm. that was crazy to me yeah and even like the 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 moment where your hair needs to be touched up mm-hmm. and it's the perm it's sort of like you know that transitional phase it's like I'm, my hair is battling against itself to be me mm-hmm. and my permed hair is battling that to be who society wants mm-hmm. me to be it's so yeah. political like all of it like anything that you do like you could just find all of these things in the it's so bad it, i mean it's, it's bad and it's good and it's good and it's bad and you know, people are going to permanent. People going to permanent hair forever. Yeah. People going to go natural forever. People yeah. going to go through these phases of doing whatever. Yeah. They're going to do with their hair. But, you know, it's just that moment 
when you finally like whether you want to keep your hair permed or not whatever when you find that moment of self-love and understanding and it's like i'm gonna be who i'm gonna be you're gonna accept me i'm gonna stop fighting myself Mm -hmm. to be myself Mm -hmm. and just really be out here shining and thriving life gonna be good yeah and even it's like um what i'm trying to say like a battle within the natural hair community like because you have like texturism and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but you have people who are natural quote-unquote but they're natural straight so they're still straightening their hair oh yeah you got people who natural and still permanent roots you know and it's like and they think that that's okay because they're like i'm just permanent my roots and it's like "Mm, no like it and but they don't realize how damaging that is to your hair so you keep straightening your hair and then you try to transition into like being natural without straightening your hair and your hair has yep. heat damage <clears throat> yep. and then you don't realize all the damage that you cause because constantly straightening your hair is is no it's not chemical but it's damaging but it's damaging mm-hmm. and it's like and i was just watching a video today of a young lady she had um been out for two years and so she showed a video of like her fro and how big it was and she was like after two years she's like i you know Wanted, wanted to straighten her, straighten her hair. She was, she told herself she was like she was gonna wait to the three year mark mm-hmm. to straighten her hair, but she straightened it and she got heat damage. Yeah, and her curls wasn't right, and she was like, you know, trying to figure out a way to get her curls back without cutting it. In my head, she didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like, sis, you don't have to cut that out. Yeah, you gotta like, cut your hair out. You, there's no process with using you know whatever to get your curl pattern back to the way it was without cutting it mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to cut that damage out and that's just bad on that yeah it's so sad i mean it's, it's many different things i mean like everybody goes through like this moment of like trying to find so trying to find the look trying to find whatever because natural hair sometimes is deemed as ugly it is a it is another another topic of conversation that we could talk about love just People, no, love in general, okay. love between two people trying to build a partnership. Mm-hmm. Because natural hair for so long has been deemed as ugly mm-hmm. or un- or you know not favorable, not favorable. Mm-hmm. When you've been, let's say, like somebody's been single for a long time, but they've been like on this natural hair journey and they're not getting hit on. And let's talk about it you know what i'm saying and they're not getting hit on Child. and nobody's mm. nobody's in their mm. dm mm. nobody's calling mm. nobody's texting mm. you know what mm. i'm saying no nobody's mm. doing mm. doing that Let me say um in in the in the in the realm of which you would like for the, for the person that you want they're not loving on your hair they're not loving on your look because you don't look like an instagram model with the frontal and the ass out you don't look like that so now i'm gonna straighten my hair sis because now i'm at this point where i want a man or a woman if that's what you want but i want somebody to be with me and now i'm feeling like you don't even like me because i got natural hair because i know i'm pretty I know I'm great. My personality is cool. I got my shit together. Or maybe I'm getting my stuff together. But you don't like the way my hair look. Let's talk, you don't like how I wear it. Let's talk about not single people in relationships and the conversation. That you got to have to do your hair. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. The conversation of if a woman should consult with her man, husband, or just her, her guy, if she should go natural or not. Or if she should cut her hair. Because Why? 
Why is that even a topic of conversation that we gotta have? Because your hair was long and straight when y'all got together, and now you have you want to change it, so you have to consult him. And is he even going to be attracted to you on the other side of that? And it's like, but we don't realize that all of this stuff is coming out of enslavement and we have been indoctrinated with it and how we view ourselves and how our men view us because natural hair and how we view natural hair as black people is a black person thing because you have a lot of black women and you know how I feel about this world but that's a whole other conversation but you have a lot of black women who are natural that are with non-black men. Yeah. And that's because they deem and us and the way that we look mm-hmm. to be attractive yeah. in our natural state. But because we've been brainwashed yeah. about ourselves yeah. and how we feel about ourselves, we have this battle with each other, men and women, about how a woman should look and what's deemed attractive right and so when you say that is i've noticed when i had a a sew-in or you know straight hair and on and it it didn't always have to be straight per se but if it was long so if i had um weave right and it was curly but it was long i got a try i got i'm trying to say i got compliments or men trying to talk to me that were closer to my age. I got more of an influx of men trying to talk to me when my hair was either straight or it was longer, right? When I would wear my natural hair, whatever the, the in its natural state, so if it was a well, twist out, if it was a fro, if it was an afro puff, whatever the case may be, I didn't get a lot of men trying to talk to me. When I cut off my hair, and I was wearing a fade. Yes, men found it attractive, but not men my age. Like you were saying, older, older men were trying to, you know what I'm saying, J down on me. Or non-black men. Mm-hmm. So either they were black and they were older, or they weren't black at all. Mm-hmm. When I um, started to grow my hair out and then transitioning to face, it was the same thing as if when my hair was short. Mm-hmm. Like... Men would compliment me, but trying to get my number or sliding in my DM, no. And I think that it it also comes with this idea that men sometimes, and this is another, we should get some men on this panel when we have this conversation, Mm -hmm. but men sometimes are not secure in the fact that, they're not secure in themselves Mm -hmm. when they approach a woman with natural hair. And Mm -hmm. here's the reason why. Mm. A woman with natural hair, not all of them, but majority of them are strong women. Mm-hmm. They're strong. They don't take no BS. Mm-mm. And they know who it is that they want to be and where it is that they're trying to go. Yes. And that can be a very intimidating and scary place to be. Because you have to go out into the world every day with the idea that I don't care what you think about this form of hairstyle. I'm going to be me and I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Now... Not saying that straight hair and weaves and things like that are not, you know, giving people that same level of confidence, but maybe for a man, and I don't want to speak for men because I don't know, but maybe for men, that can be a very intimidating and scary place to be because it's like, 
somewhere inside of me, I don't even know who I am, sis. I'm still bad. You know, they're battling their own thing, mm-hmm. being men and being black men going out into the world. Whereas, like, I don't need your strong with my strong too all the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that could be some. That could be scary. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel that women should wear their hair the way that they want to. I don't. I don't, I'm not. I don't subscribe to this notion that a woman should either be natural or not. Because yeah. if I sometimes I may want to throw on a wig, you know, or sometimes I may want to wear braids yeah. or something that is longer than my natural hair length as of now, or something different. Yeah. But one thing I can say though is. During a natural hair journey, no matter what your natural hair journey is, there's a lot of um, self-awareness yeah. that's happening. Yeah. And you, I know for myself, when I was um, loose natural and when my hair was short and I would wear like a wig, I was like, if it wasn't a natural wig like a mm-hmm, natural looking mm-hmm. wig if it didn't have like some curl to it i'm like this ain't even me like you know what i'm right. saying like, and i just felt different like and i would wear i wore wigs um i want to say the most but a lot when i was growing my hair out from having a fade to um the time period where i could get it braided again mm-hmm. and i would wear um, I wore this curly wig and it was super cute. I would look cute in it and that was fine. It's kind of natural esque. Yeah. But then I had bought this bob, right? And it was cute, but I was just like, it's not even you, sis. Yeah. Like, we're so past this. Yeah. And I was seeing on Instagram, like, I'm like, oh, I want a frontal, or I want to get a wig, or I want to. And then you the minute you put it on there, you're like, take this off. Take this off. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is not even who you are anymore. Because, so last year, was the last year for my birthday? Yeah. Yeah, last year for my birthday, I had told myself, I said, this is the last time I'm wearing weave. This is the last time. So this is the last photograph I have with weave. And maybe like two weeks later, I went and got my hair locked. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my little sister again, who usually does my hair. I was like, do my hair like this for my birthday. And when I look at those pictures of myself, because I had a lot of stuff going on right then. Like I had just got braces like two months mm-hmm. prior. Um, I was like, I'm going to wear the weave and everything. And I, I can look at myself in that photograph. And I'm like, you are not even her. Like, like the her that was like, like, I have to wear my hair straight for my birthday. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, so. Right. Eight years, nine years. You know what I'm saying? I was like, but I'm going to do this one last time. Mm -hmm. And when I look at myself now and I'm like, I want to get a weave. Like I told my sister, I was like, I want to, I was having a moment. I was like, I'm going to cut my locks off. Right. Because they weren't where they are now. I was like, I'm going to cut, I'm going to comb my locks out. Um, because. I just want to wear my hair loose. I want to wear my hair loose. I want to wear weaves. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I have a wig at home that's um, a straight wig. And I pull my locks back and I put it on. And I looked at myself and I said, I look different. I look different. But I look like the same me who I just took the same picture on my birthday last year. But I look different. I was like, I don't like it. And not that I didn't like it because I felt ugly. Not that I didn't like it because the wig wasn't nice. I didn't like it because... 
I'm so in a in a moment where I'm just embracing everything about me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be fake, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. Fake. I don't want to wear the fake hair. I don't want to do that. And I think to go back to that um, comment that you made, should should people have conversations about changing um, their hairstyle with their spouses? It's like you should be having open conversations about where you are in life all the mm-hmm. time. Because like we've said in the beginning of this, is that women change their hair and do things based off where they are. And as a people, black, white, green, Mexican, Italian, whatever, people should have the ability to express themselves wherever they are in life. Mm-hmm. And there should be no political, we shouldn't even have a crown act. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't even have, we shouldn't have a lot of things that we have based off of who you are as a person in mm-hmm. your biology, but we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that people should have the ability to be able to express themselves mm-hmm. at every at every point where they are and whoever is in your circle, um whoever is close to you should be accepting of where you are in life. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, black hair is so, it's so, what am I trying to say? It is so uh, not a monolith, right? It's very intricate. It's very diverse. Um, and it, 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 it has a very long history mm-hmm. um, and it's attached to a multitude of things, right? And I get, you know, real. Mm, I don't know. I can't find the word for it, but I get, uh, uh, uh attached. I guess mm-hmm. I. I'm still trying to find the word to our hair and our our journey and things that are uniquely black. Yeah. And when. I find people who are not black do things that or wear hairstyles that are uniquely ours. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. And I feel I was just telling um, a friend of mine yesterday, I said that we need to be gatekeepers of our, our stuff mm-hmm. and and black hair, quote unquote. Right. Is one of those things. Yeah. Because let's not forget, it's a billion dollar business. It is, mm-hmm. and I, I, people, you know, black and white and other say, well, you a person should be able to wear their hair however they want. Who are non-black, right? Yes, but they, they made should. it a a point to say this is ghetto. It's ghetto. This, it's exactly. unprofessional. Exactly. It's not kept. And so when I see people who are non-black. Um, and it's so and and they profit off right of mm-hmm. off of it that bothers me mm-hmm. and so it's a woman who she is a non-black woman and she is dating in a relationship with a black man mm-hmm. and she wears her hair she buys pieces mm. so like afro puff pieces mm. and um, oh, TikTok. She, I think she's on TikTok. I believe she's on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. all different social mm-hmm. media platforms. She wear her nails real long. Wear her nails real yeah, long. Yeah, I know exactly she's what you're talking on more about. on the heavier set side. Yep. And every time I'm on social media and I come across her things, I get upset. Mm-hmm. And I get upset because I feel like it's, um, 
mockery. Yeah. I feel like it's a new age blackface. And so it's it, you trying it, to start a whole new episode. And I and it and it bothers me. And so mm-hmm. I'm saying that to say we have to gatekeep our shit. Yeah. And hair is one of them. Yeah. Because I was telling my friend yesterday, I was like, white folk profit off of ghetto culture, right? Yeah, they do. And hair is one of them. They do. And so, you know, um, and when I'm saying ghetto culture, I mean a lot of pop culture, mainstream things that have become mainstream came out of the ghetto. Right. Yeah. Baby hairs. Yeah. That's ghetto. Baby hairs. You see all the girls right now on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. doing the swoops and the swirls that That's... we've been doing back in the 90s. Yeah. Early 2000s, ni- early 90s. Mm-hmm. In the 90s. Mm-hmm. Early 2000s. Black girls was doing that. We didn't have, there was no such thing as a, a baby hair brush. Nope. You had used the old toothbrush and you used that black gel. Yeah. And you swoop them baby hairs down. Mm-hmm. But baby hairs have become, within itself, a probably a multi-million dollar thing on its own. Yeah, because now they have like the little pieces. Like if you don't have baby hair, you can take the pieces. It's like a tattoo. damn tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell is this? Child. It's a lie, sis. It is. All I know is, on this side of it all, I'm enjoying my journey. I am. I'm enjoying your journey. And we, you know, advocate for whatever journey you're on, whatever experience you're having with your hair. Just as long as you're loving yourself. Always. Because we love you. And we want you to love yourself and love on yourself because you are important. Yes. And however you wear your hair and however you deem yourself to be beautiful or handsome. Yes. Um, you do that. Yes. So. Because there is no other you. There was only one. For sure, for That's sure. That's it. So. All right, friends. This talk has been good and very therapeutic. Very therapeutic. Um, so please hit us up on our Instagram. Instagram. And we are going to possibly put up those throwback photos. Yes, we will. Um, let us know what you think. Please go follow us Yeah. on Instagram. And, you know, we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.